gotta have gut hope. It's gotta get better. It's gonna get better. You've got this. This is the Gut Hope Podcast. Gotta have gut hope. Gut hope. Hope. Inspiration. And healing. It can happen. Hello and welcome back to the Gut Hope Podcast. As a reminder, I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing experiences to give hope, inspiration, and healing. I am joined by my sister, Joni, who has her own interesting story. Hello. How are you today, Joni? I'm great. Awesome. Joni's got a cool story because we started out, um, she was the very first person I was testing the podcast with, and so I recorded her. Uh, when she was like a week and a half into her journey. And so this podcast can be a little different than most of our podcasts. We're going to say, all right, the first part of this is where she was at. What were you, like 12 days? Is that what we decided? You're 12 days into the protocol. And so she wasn't sure how she was feeling about it, but she was hopeful. And so it's really interesting to hear her voice at that time and how she was feeling. And then uh, we're going to go, I'm going to let that play first for you. And then we're going to go fast forward up into today. So here is the recording we did about three months ago. Tell us a little bit about how you got to where you are right now. Okay. Um, I've suffered with stomach issues for a long, long time. I would say 23 years ever since I lived in Bolivia. I feel like I was pretty average and normal person until I went on my mission. Um, And I was in a really poor country where I got parasites a lot and I was treated for that a lot. And that really messed up my stomach. So I haven't been normal since. Coming back to the United States, I... uh, I visited the doctor. I even went to the emergency room one time because I was in so much pain with my stomach. Um, I had a, I had regular colonoscopies. I was just sick a lot. Well, let but me even, pause you there. You went to the emergency room. What did they tell you? I had irritable bowel syndrome. Ah. Yes, irritable bowel. That pretty much covers it because, yes, it's irritable, and it didn't feel good, and they covered their butts with giving me that diagnosis so good job to those doctors so that um that was just led to a path of not being very healthy for me I feel like um as it progresses over time um I feel like that unhealthy gut that just feeling not feeling good all the time in your stomach that that starts to manifest itself in other areas of your life and so that's how I got here. Um, how I got to this podcast, how I got to Steve is my brother. Um, and I'm not skeptical. I'm hopeful that it can help me. Um, 
but I'm only skeptical in the sense that I've been there, done that so many times, or tried to change my diet, or tried to not eat gluten, or tried going dairy-free, tried the yeast diet, tried not eating onions and garlic, and all the different things that I thought were irritating my stomach. I, I went through a period of time where I was trying to eliminate those. I've only just recently come to realize that no elimination diet was ever going to make my stomach just feel good on a regular basis. So that's how I got here. Um, where I Let me ask you a question there. Since you've done so much and probably so many people have dealt with the same things that you have and have tried so many diets, was there anything in particular that w seemed to work for you so far? I do know that I have a dairy intolerance, so um, sticking more with like almond milk substitutes and stuff definitely does make me feel better. So that is something that I've always stuck with, but it hasn't been a cure for my life. So. You, you also got a like a food allergy test and tried to follow that for a while, if I remember. Mm -hmm. Did that do anything for you? Oh gosh, no, that was the worst test I ever had. But that had so many foods on it, and it was so impossible. I mean, chicken, just basic life staples that I was like, I, it, it led me nowhere. That just really led me nowhere. Did you try following the diet and eliminating the things that they had on there for a while? Or did you just say, no, I can't do all of this? No, I did try it because it, the one that I had – had you're most sensitive to these foods things that you could eat once a week and and get away with and and ones that you could be sensitive to in large amounts or you know a, a low intolerance to so those high intolerance foods I really did try and stay away from them and that's where my onion and garlic thing came from and for a while I was like oh yeah this I just ate you know this soup that was just loaded with onions and I'm so sick today and no wonder but then I started to realize, like, oh, wait, I just ate that same soup, and I feel fine today. And I, re I recall telling that to my mom, like, it's starting to not make sense. It's, it's starting to feel like there's absolutely no relation to me eating onion or garlic. I'm going to feel sick anyway, or I might feel fine even though I had a ton of it, and that just doesn't make any sense. So I stopped doing that. I'm enjoying my onions now just fine. Right. So that's good. So I would just to sum it up a little bit, you're saying basically none of these diets that you went on were bringing you long term relief. But I know you tried some things like gluten free diet. I remember being with you through some of that and keto diet and some other different. Did you try vegetarian no, and I never will, and I don't feel like I should have to. <laughs> okay, good. That's probably really terrible to be on a vegetarian diet while following diet protocol. There won't be much to eat. <laughs> well, nothing raw. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, can you talk about just briefly what happened with in those diets? This is kind of a leading question because it seems like you were telling me you got relief for a short time with almost everything you tried. Could you kind of just talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I think that there's the a change in diet that you 
that you will see a change in your body. Your body does react to it in some way. And sometimes it was positive and not all the time. But I, I did do gluten-free for, oh, probably eight months or so. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, shoot, it's actually making me feel better. Because I really didn't want that to be my answer. But then it didn't. It didn't continue to make me feel better. I felt just as crappy, if not more so. And I thought, okay, maybe it's the substitutes that you eat when you're eating gluten-free that you don't typically eat, like maybe tapioca starch or something, right? So these things, like, whatever it was, it didn't end up being my answer either. It just ended up being sick. So it sounds like you're kind of at a point where a doctor says you're not going to eat yourself into or out of this problem. Is that sort of your feeling? I think you were saying that earlier. Like, I realized nothing that I'm going to eat is going to solve my issue. I think that I definitely hit that point. Like, what is the point of all of this? Like, really sacrificing. It's a sacrifice to eat that way and to always wonder about what's in your food. And it gets old. But if there was truly something that made you feel better, you would make that sacrifice. But if nothing's working, then then why are we doing this and why torture ourselves over and over again? I have realized that no, um, no food diet is going to make my stomach feel better. It is, it's not the answer for me. And that's why it was appealing because he didn't say now stop eating this and stop eating this and stop eating this. Um, I just went to a doctor before that told me a bunch of things not to eat and charged wanted to charge me seven thousand dollars for his his great brain to do that and i'm just done with all that i'm done with things that don't work with eliminating things i just want my gut to feel better and offer something that can just address exactly why my gut doesn't feel better and why i have irritable bowel syndrome so Irritable bowel led to, and I'll keep this brief, but this will be a fast rundown. I believe my gut issues have led to my overall general unhealth. Um, they make It makes my joints hurt because when your joints hurt, you don't want to move. You don't want to exercise. Going for a walk hurts. Going up the stairs hurts. So I, I've put on a lot of weight because of my gut issues. And then um, another thing with gut issues, and I, I really feel like I'm in this category and I have others who have expressed it to me as well, is that your stomach feels crappy, so you put more food on top of it. It's like it's almost like you're trying to put a Band-Aid on the, the awful feeling that your stomach feels or that you just, it already feels crappy, so you don't care and you just keep eating more. You never feel at this like, I'm satiated point. I'm satiated. I, I'm not wanting for anything. You always feel like you need to eat something to like calm the storm that's inside. I don't know if that makes sense if you haven't experienced it, but that's what it feels like. And I feel like you just put on and you take on a lot more calories because of that, because you're trying to almost just calm this unsettled feeling inside of you. So I'm hoping that that feels, goes away and that I feel satiated and I eat a meal and I feel happy and I can wait until the next meal or that it just becomes more normal that way. When I started, um, 
I said. It's 7 a.m. and I pooped three times. So that's bad. <laughs> it's like I'm late for work. I don't have time to get ready for work because I got to go to the bathroom again. And not every day is like that. It happened to be on this day that I started journaling. Um, and I, I think that something significant was that I know that when I feel that way in the morning, that that is sticking with me the rest of the day. I got a bad start to my morning and I'm going to feel cruddy all day long and probably into tomorrow. So I really hate when my day starts off with like, I got to go again and I got to go again and I got to go again because it, it sticks with me all day. So nobody's got time for that. Um, generally, I just have diarrhea every day. Sometimes it's like explosive diarrhea and sometimes it's more sluggish, but it's never just a normal bowel movement. And that makes you not feel good. You just don't feel good when you poop like that. So if on the rare occasion I had a normal bowel movement, it was like almost shocking. It was like, whoa, what just happened? What came out of me? And I would, it was so amazing that I often call my husband just to tell him I just had a normal poop. It's going to be a great day. And he's like, thanks for that, babe. But that's how amazing that is if I actually have a normal poop. It's newsworthy. And I and I never know where that comes from or what caused it. That would just be random and it might be every couple of months. I mean, it's that random. So um, other areas that I'm worried about my health. I talked about my arthritis pain, my joint pain, especially my back. Um, another one that is recent within the last couple of years is that my skin has really become a mess. I definitely feel like that's related to my gut. My, I've just, at night I've started breaking out in hives and they tested me for food allergies and they told me to take four 24-hour allergy pills a day. If you can imagine, that's my treatment for these hives that I break out in. Four of them, 24-hour pills a day. With no explanation as to why or when this will end, just do that and see you later. And, and then you give them $250. I'm tired of that kind of doctor appointment. I'm so tired of that kind of doctor appointment. So I'm managing it with one one pill. I don't think I need four. So, um, but I've been managing that with one allergy pill a day. And if I forget, I sure know it. And it's miserable. So that keeps me awake all night in fierce pain, <laughs> scratching my skin. I'm relating my brain fog to my gut. I, I've never known where to place my brain fog. my And it's really debilitating in my work. Uh, because I work with elderly patients and, and I really gain a rapport with my patients and sometimes they'll come back to say hi to me and I have no idea who they are and it's humiliating. It's just absolutely humiliating. But brain fog all around. And I've always kind of put that with my thyroid because I don't have one. I don't have a thyroid, which we could <laughs> relate to my gut probably if we wanted to. But... um I do. I think it's more with my overall health and my overall health is my gut. So I'm hoping that clears up for me as well. Let me ask you a little more about that because you're, you're bringing up a lot of things that where you're tying your gut now to your overall health. Mm -hmm. you know, your brain fog, you're talking about 
arthritis. skin, arthritis, thyroid potentially, a lot of these things. When do you think you made the connection and said, my gut is probably the center of my issue and that I need to focus on healing that? Um, I think that the, the medical world is coming around to that idea, and that's what first made me realize that my gut health could be related to my overall health. And to be honest, that's probably where it started, that I started going, Really? really my gut could affect that and and that I started thinking that way I I do hope it's my gut that's affecting all of these things because I would sure love to get relief from all of that right I'd be like a spring chicken so I I do hope it's my gut and I'm not saying that I'm counting on all of this to to clear up but I'd like to see what does so I want to document how I'm feeling just now to see if this relation is truly there. Another one that I have alopecia, so I have total hair loss on my head. Um, tired, I think we can all say that, but sometimes this is like next level tired where I can't function. And I think that has to do with malabsorption of, of nutrients in my gut. I know that I often or all the time low on iron because I'm just not absorbing it, and I think my gut can't absorb it. So when I take a supplement, um, it's like 12 hours later that I'm feeling like more of a normal person. And I think my gut, that I'm malnourished, really, even though I'm a chubby little girl, that I'm malnourished in the sense that I'm not getting the nutrients that I need. They're just flushing right out of me. So those are things that I'm dealing with right now. Okay, so continuing on, I just... I was keeping a little journal, and I don't write every day because there's nothing very notable to write every day. Um, but I, I'm writing every few days just to keep up on so that I can see progress so that I don't get frustrated and say, ah, oh, forget it. So I want my progress noted for my own self. So I'm going to just say how I felt in that first week so that maybe other people can say, oh, I felt just like that, and I'm so glad that you did too. Or just to have a comparison. Maybe you didn't feel anything like this, but this is what I came across. So day one and two, totally normal, whatever. I didn't notice anything. Day three and four, I was sick. I was, I'm just going to read this. I honestly felt awful. Luckily, just these two days. And by the time evening came, I felt like I swallowed a bowling ball. Heavy, painful, full, headache, the biggest headache. Um... And I can't say why. I can't say if it was due to the protocol because maybe I just got a little bug and I was just sick. Um, or maybe the protocol was just getting to me. I don't know. I can say that I was, I didn't make any mistakes at this point in eating. It's not like I ate an apple and I paid the price for it or something. I, I hadn't made any, any mistakes at this point. But day five came around and I was feeling a lot better. So... Whether or not that can be related to the protocol or just being sick, I don't know. But I can honestly say that it is the couple of worst days that my stomach has experienced in so long. Like, I felt absolutely awful. So, I think that's important to note. And during those two days, my skin health was overall a nightmare as well. I stayed up all night scratching. I woke up with blood and scabs all over my arms. 
Um, any relation? I have no idea. But my stomach felt awful, and my I still have scabs on my arms. We're on day 12, and I'm still healing from that. Those day three and four, I don't know what happened on day three and four, but they were miserable. So um, look at that. Day five comes. I'm feeling better. Day six was very notable. I had a normal BM. So that was amazing. And so did I on day seven. I felt like a million bucks. Um, usually I do a little boogie dance and I'm so excited when I have a normal BM. So two of them in a row was just like really great. <laughs> it's funny to get emotional over pooping normal, but that's what happened. Like that's a big deal in my world to be able to poop normal. So I wrote, okay, eight days in, days eight and nine, I had the most healthy poops. So I did have them a few more days. I mean, a good poop just makes you feel like a million bucks. Fabulous, life-giving poop. So <laughs> so then day 10 came. I think I, we, we said I'm on day 12. Day 10 came and I just felt awful again. Not as awful as I did on three and four, but like, oh, I'm back to normal and this sucks. So... I really pondered it. I really thought, okay, why do I feel awful? Why am I not feeling good? Um, I have a couple of ideas maybe. Just so maybe you could relate. I did miss my morning dose on one of the days. And I was like, dang it. I forgot. I never took them this morning because I was going to do it at this time. And I just didn't. Um, so I, I missed a dose. And then I ate tuna fish that was questionable. And I knew it had been in the fridge for a while, and I didn't want to throw it away, and I ate it. And maybe it made me sick. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I also had... I had... <laughs> okay, I'm okay. I had a dear friend pass away. And that was... It's been a really, really stressful time for me with the circumstances that were around that. Um, and I feel like that's my most likely culprit, uh, the stress will attack your most vulnerable area of your body. I think, personally, I, I feel it a lot in my back and I feel it in my gut. So those are my three, like, this is possibly why I'm not feeling very good. I'm on day 12 and I'm still not feeling that great. I'm not having normal poops. And I think that just goes to show that my stomach needs healing. Just because I had some normal poops doesn't mean I'm better. I'm only in this 12 days. I've got a long way to go on the protocol. Um, I need to be careful. One night I know I ate some raw cabbage, and that was probably really not a good thing for my gut. It seemed innocent. It was inside a yummy soup, and I just didn't think about it. I just ate it, and then it was the next day that I went, oh, what did I do? I shouldn't have eaten that. So there's going to be days like that. I don't think that means you start all over or that you've ruined everything, but you might feel cruddy, and I have, so um, whatever the reason for not feeling very good right now, I I just think it's it's got to be normal, it's got to be just part of the process, because you can't just start feeling great at day six and have no problems from then on, because for me, like, I feel like I'm dealing with 23 years of damage, and so it's going to take some time, and, and I just have to be patient through that process, and and really be be diligent with 
with taking the meds when I need to take them or the supplements and and also being careful what I eat. And then I need to manage my stress. So in the last two days, I've had this goal to reach 10,000 steps. And then the last two days I've done it and just getting out in my neighborhood and walking the dog and taking my kids and my husband with me and just doing things that are a little bit of a different routine to manage my stress instead of just going, oh yeah, I'm stressed, I'm stressed and 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 letting that be an excuse to, to be miserable so that I have to do things to actively try and heal that and help that as well. So uh, that's where I'm at. So how has the attempts to manage stress helped? Have you noticed anything so far? Or is, I know it's only a couple of days. Um, I feel like in as far as me not crying every day, I'm doing a little bit better. But like I said, I'm not. My stomach is still upset. So I don't know. I don't know at this stage. I mean, for me psychologically, it's it's helping me, and hopefully that it will come along in my gut tomorrow morning. All right, I have one very important question to ask you now. Do you have gut hope? Do I have gut hope? Do I have gut hope? Yeah. Um, I'm super hopeful that this could change my life because if it doesn't, I'm. <laughs> what is there? <laughs> I just don't know after that. So I, I've seen it work miracles with my nephew. And that's what I hold on to. And when I tell people, oh, I can't eat that apple and they think I'm crazy. I know why. I know what I'm doing. I know what my goals are. And um, I've seen the miracle performed. So I hope that it will. I hope. I have got hope. And we're back three months later after that recording to talk with my sister Joni about how she is feeling now. So how long have you been on the protocol? I've been on it three months. Okay. I just finished it last night, my last couple of pills. Wow. So I guess it's kind of a anxious time for you then because now you're done with the supplements and you're waiting to see if you're healed, so to speak. Right? Yeah. So I haven't um, too much incorporated bringing into the high fiber foods or some of the some of the things that I've put off so that my gut could heal, I haven't incorporated it too much yet. Maybe a bite here and there. I see. So you're still following the texture diet, basically, except for a couple things. Yeah. Okay. Tell everyone what has been the result of you being on the protocol for three months. Okay. What have you seen happen? We talked a lot about your symptoms before. And what are things like now? All right, this is where I'm at now. It's been three months. Um, I was keeping a journal, and I stopped keeping my journal. And to me, this is like the sign that I was feeling better. Because really? it wasn't on my mind all the time, right? So if I'm like, I feel lousy, I had diarrhea today, I just don't feel good, then I would think, oh, yeah, I got to write in that darn journal about how lousy I feel. But I, I stopped writing in it. And I think that you just forget how lousy you were feeling, at least in my case. And so it was kind of fun to look back on my journal and say, oh, boy, was I in a mood. 
about how far along were you when you said, look, I, I don't have anything left to write about? About 12 days is all. <laughs> Not very far in, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's about when I interviewed you. and then Yeah, it You is. didn't write anything after that? I never did. Oh, no. my goodness. That's amazing. So, um, I, of course, I was conscious of how I was feeling and that I was feeling better, but I was still just in this state of, like, not putting too much mental attention to it and just... And then as I look back on it and realize how sick I really was <laughs> and how much better I feel now, I'm like, wow, it, it, there's a big difference in how I'm feeling now. So, well, Let's talk about that then. As you, as you look back in your journal at the what you had written down, I know we just listened to the audio and the, you talk about some of the symptoms you were having, brain fog, uh, backache was a big thing, right? Yeah. As you look, as you go down that list and look at all the stuff that you really weren't happy about, and that what have you seen has improved or not improved? You know, obviously, it can't fix everything in your life, but what what have you noticed? So I'll go right down my list because okay, um, I wrote generally I have diarrhea every morning. I do not have that every morning. I'm feeling fabulous. I generally have a normal poop every morning. So that's <laughs> a huge thing. I don't have the big bloated stomach at night. Um, just feeling miserable every single evening. I was just feeling so full. And You were talking about how if you had a good bowel movement, you would call up your husband and say, I had a great one this yeah. morning. <laughs> it was that so, big of a deal. So do you... Uh, I guess you're not calling your husband anymore and telling him about No, but just a couple of nights ago, I told him, do you realize how, like, healthy I am and how well I'm doing? He says, oh, yeah, I realize. And I'm like, remember when I used to, all I would do was fart? And, <laughs> like, that's, that was my life. Yeah. And I would call you when I had a good poop, and he's, like, kind of laughing, yep, you're, you've made a big change. And I was like, it really has been a big change in just the way that I feel. So, going down the line still. All right. Sorry to disrupt you. Um, <laughs> arthritis pain. I was really hoping to see help with that. And I feel like I have enormously better arthritis pain. Um, taken into consideration that arthritis doesn't go away, right? You got it, you got it. But managing my pain with that um, has been huge, all-encompassing so much better so my knees at times were so bad I couldn't get up the stairs my back still hurts and always will but I feel like it's at a more manageable rate my right foot that I complain about hurts me still yes but it's more manageable um, my wrist fingers hips I haven't felt any pain and my fingers were getting pretty bad where I couldn't do things that I like to do like yeah. painting furniture, let's say. Couldn't hold a paintbrush for very long. So that that's changed. Um, biggest one that I see is my skin. Yeah. Um, you talked about having hives. You talked about yeah. being on, what did they have you on, four 24-hour allergy pills? Yeah. So. I just could not manage the pain that my skin would break out at night and just hives. So... I was managing it with the allergy pills. 
but right. why should we live like that, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm not a person that has allergies. I've never suffered from allergies. I don't even get seasonal allergies. But here I am taking massive amounts of allergy pills, and why? Why? And all I could associate that with is that toxins are trying to get out of my body, and they're making me itch. Hmm. And that's kind of how I see it. I'm not a doctor, but... I was miserable, and now I don't take an allergy pill. Every now and then, I might, if I'm feeling a little bit itchy, I feel like that's more related to my alopecia, and that's common. If you have an area of hair that's going to fall out, that becomes really itchy. <laughs> um, I used to be so embarrassed with my hands, and I work with my hands with patients. Do you see any reason why I should be embarrassed with my hands? No, they're beautiful. <laughs> if you could see my hands, <laughs> they're beautiful. And they used yeah. to be so marked with scratch marks and, I don't know, like hivey things all over them. Yeah. That they just looked awful and I would hide them. So that's gone. It's actually gone. Like, my hands are normal. So that's pretty big for me. That's amazing. Yeah. And the, basically the only thing you can attribute that to is healing your gut. It's not like you bought a new lotion or <laughs> anything like that. No, it's healing my gut. That's crazy. Very good news, though. Yeah, that's been awesome. Brain fog um, is a hard one to, to gauge, right? Yeah. I've had a couple experiences lately that I was like, wait, my brain, it did what it <laughs> needed it me to. Um <laughs> And that's great. I work with elderly patients, and it's always embarrassing when they're like, Oh, Joni, I've missed you. And I'm like, I don't know you, and you're 80, and you remember my name. <laughs> but I had two patients recently that I said, Hey, she's been here before. And the other therapist said, Yep, yeah, she has. She was here two years ago. And I said, I remembered her. Oh, wow. I remembered her. And maybe I don't remember her name, but just remembering a face from two years ago is an improvement for me. Because I'm generally a black hole when it comes to remembering past people I've worked with. Wow. So I'm taking that as a positive. I'm feeling like I just, I almost just was celebrating that my brain could remember something. Yeah. So, because yeah. I, I just know for years I haven't been able to do that. So, that is a hard thing to measure. But I noticed that with Brett too, that his brain is, it's hard to explain. But as a dad, like I'm watching how he's thinking, how he's forming his thoughts, higher level functioning, stuff that I wasn't really planning for came through. And I was really excited to see that with him. It's neat to see the same things happening with you. Yeah. It's hard to measure or explain, but I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Alopecia. So I, I'm i waiting for my brother to cure that one still, so we'll just keep... <laughs> I know. We, we were both kind of hoping, like, let's heal your gut and see if all your hair comes back. <laughs> my hair is growing fast, the hair that I have. Yeah. But it's, it's not functional. It's, yeah. So we're still in the same boat with the alopecia, but... You know, that can take a long time to flip a switch on something like that, too. So I'm still, I haven't said that it didn't help my alopecia at all. I, I say, we'll just keep going with that and see where that's at. Oh, that's a good attitude. Hair growth is, uh, that's a big, heavy switch. Yeah. Um, I, I mentioned tired, and that's a hard one, too, because I have little kids. Anyone with little kids is always tired. 
but I have a generally healthier, happier outlook on life. It's not the kind of tired that's like, oh, it's just another day, like, that I got to get through. I'm tired, but I can deal with tired. I can deal with tired when my stomach feels good and when I'm feeling better and my bowels don't hurt and I can deal with tired. So having a little bit of a better outlook and a higher energy level has definitely come about. I'll oh, always be tired. That's a great perspective because when you're sick and tired, yeah, that is not a good feeling. That's if you're just, just tired, it's like I can actually feel good to be tired at the end of the day. Who's not tired, right? Uh, my kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So one of the things you talked about is wanting to feel satiated at the end of a meal too mm -hmm. and feel like I don't have to eat something else to feel better, right? Has that happened? Have you noticed a difference there or is, it, is it, that still a habit or what do you think? I feel like we're just saying everything got better just to say that it did, but it really did. I know. So if you're listening to it, it's like, yeah, that really well, is better. All right. Well, alopecia didn't go away. Right. Okay. Okay, uh, we were honest there. <laughs> we're being honest here. Um, that is, it's a strange feeling to try to explain to someone that you just never feel full. Mm -hmm. That you feel like you need to put junk on top of whatever you've eaten and just keep eating because maybe it will soothe something inside of you. I don't know if it makes sense if you have never had that feeling. I think people will relate to what you're saying. I really do. I think it's probably very common. So definitely causes you to overeat and feel awful. I've lost a few pounds in this whole thing just because I don't have to feel that way anymore, I think. I'm That's not, good. I'm not trying to watch my calories by any means or anything, but um, I can eat some and I feel fine. I, sometimes I feel full, and that's an unusual feeling for me. I yeah. didn't ever feel full. Wow. So I can feel full now and say I'm done, and yes, it's changed. Wow, that's great news. And Who knows what three more months will do, right? So you're just really kind of beginning this journey. Yeah. And maybe there'll be even more improvements. But I wanted to talk more about the stress. You talked about how stress ties into this and you were saying hey in our first interview i'm gonna go walking more i'm gonna get out i'm gonna put on a bunch of steps i'm gonna change my routine probably like all of us on january 1st <laughs> like, you're all excited about trying something new and i remember you ended up hurting yourself like really early on into that so talk about that talk about stress how that all ties yeah, I ha I was like doing awesome with my goal of 10,000 steps a day. And then one day I woke up and I couldn't literally put weight up through my foot. And it was the day before Thanksgiving. And I was hosting Thanksgiving. So that was oh, stressful. Oh, yeah, that's right. But my perineal, I had perineal tendonitis. And um, I had to wear a boot for several weeks. And that derailed my whole walking situation. Um that was a real bummer. But that was how I was trying to manage my stress, and it became a bigger stress. Yeah. Did you find something else, or did you never really replace that? How? I never really replaced that. You okay. Know, you bring it up, I should. I don't. I just bought me some really expensive fancy shoes with the idea that I need to start walking now. The weather's gonna start. Are getting those warmer. it? Yeah. Oh, they are sexy like your hands. I'm looking amazing. You do look amazing. <laughs> Um, 
But yeah, okay, so I have noticed that stress has a direct correlation with my stomach. A week ago, I got a new job. I was thrown into it. And you know, because I was didn't know how to use a computer. Um, I'm a therapist and we don't use computers. Right. <laughs> so it was really, really a stressful time for me. And I was working with a different genre of patients where I'd be usually pretty comfortable with my elderly patients. Now I was going into pediatrics and it was stressful and I was staying up every night trying to figure out how to create a Zoom meeting and all these dumb things. And my stomach was a wreck for three days. I was really sick. Um, I was scared because I thought, oh boy, did I eat something and I've ruined everything and now I'm going to be like this again. And for those three days, I dealt with it, but then I did get feeling better. I felt better, and that was good to see. And it was a good thing to recognize that stress plays such a role on my stomach, and I need to recognize that. And so controlling my stress is a big thing for me. And I'm doing, I guess I could tell you, I, I've been um, taking some courses called Train Your Brain, and I think that uh, that has helped me have a better outlook on life, on relationships, on goals, on work, on every aspect of my life is training my brain to have a certain reaction to things and, and um, reacting in a positive way to those things to help manage stress. And I, I think that's had a big impact because there's some stressful things have come up and I'm able to say, well, that's okay. I'm going to deal with that and it will be over and it's no big deal. So anyway, that's a whole nother line of things, but I have been doing that for stress and I think just a big part of it is recognizing that, oh, I feel really lousy, but I'm also under this really stressful time right now. So is it, is it kind of surreal to look back and go, yeah, this is what it feels like a little bit? Oh, definitely. Like, so last like, week, I was oh, like, oh, I yeah, I yeah. used to feel like this every day. And I don't want to be here again. Yeah. Like, i got to get out of this. Yeah. So you're at an interesting point where you're just coming up to your last day of supplements, and you're saying, okay, it's possible I may go back to feeling like this. I just wonder what your game plan is. If you're not, if you start to not feel well again, how, how are you going to react to that? What are you going to do? Well, without saying and throwing out what the protocol is because I don't know exactly where where the end game is here but I I think I could go back on the protocol and follow follow that um just do the same thing over again yeah because I think we've talked about how antibiotics played a point in this so if we ever took antibiotics we would feel like we needed to do the protocol again just to heal that gut again um definitely I, I uh would take that same route if I just had, you know, I'd say three or more days of just feeling lousy is probably, like, red flag going up. Sure, sure. All right, well, I have one other question for you, and I always say this, like, I'm not a doctor, Joni's not a doctor, but we do try to give hope and inspiration and healing, give hope to people. What would you say to somebody right now, looking back, being able to look back just over a three-month period, what would you tell someone or even tell yourself? Let's say it that way. What would you tell yourself uh, 
four months ago, what you, what advice would you give yourself? I would gently hold my hand and tell me <laughs> that feeling that way isn't normal. I love that. I think that you can go through it for years and years and just think that it's going to last forever and that it's normal and you forget what it feels like to feel normal. So if you're on the fence of whether or not you can heal your gut or if there's anything that you can do, we're just here to say that we've seen it happen a couple of miraculous times and yeah, that it's not normal. Not normal to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. One thing I noticed in our first interview is you were, you were saying, yeah, I'm skeptical, but I'm hopeful. <laughs> and, and I asked you at the end of that interview, if you had gut hope and you, you said you were just sort of, uh, yeah, I've got gut hope. I've uh, seen seen some good stuff happening, so I'm really hoping. And if this doesn't fix it, I don't know what I'm going to do. That's pretty powerful. That's like, you know, you you're at the end of your rope, kind of, but hopeful. Like like you tied a knot at the end, and you're holding on tight. Now I want to ask you that same question. It's how I end all my podcasts is asking that question. Do you have gut hope? Yes. I have gut hope. That's so it? <laughs> I don't really need the gut hope anymore. Yeah. I, feel I I hoped myself right over to feeling better. You have gut healed? Yep. All right. Thank you for coming on my podcast. You're awesome. I'm so proud of you. You're an awesome sister. Thanks for trying this. I'm just grateful to you for healing your son, for having the foresight to do that, because... You could be changing his colostomy bag right now. Jeez. All right, that's a horrible thought. <laughs> I'm so grateful that we have found a solution that's working for Brad and for you and my other friends and family that I'm working with. Um, so we'll end it there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye.